Hello, Lakers fans. As always, I'm joined by my three prestigious co-hosts, Shane Christopher Murray, Jason Big Mitch Mitchell, and David Galvis. How are you guys doing tonight? Chilling, chilling. So tonight we're going to get into, um, it's Tuesday night, uh, and the Lakers have an interesting week coming up. We got uh, the Heat at home tomorrow night. Uh, and then we have the uh, Grizzlies on Friday and the Clippers on Sunday. The Grizzlies game is a road game, and the Clippers game is a road game too, technically. But you know, and then so last week, um, since we uh, let's talk to you guys, we lost to what the game three? We we lost to the Wolves and the Pelicans back to back. On Wolves, Wolves and Pelicans, but we beat the Hornets. Right uh, <laughs> and so, um, and then also after that, uh, we're gonna so we're gonna talk about that, and then we're gonna get into uh, the trade that happened between the Knicks and the um, and the Raptors. We'll get into that briefly, and then at the end, uh, we're gonna count down our uh, top ten NBA players to never win a championship. So uh, let's go ahead and dive right into the uh, Lakers stuff. Uh, as Smith, so Smith said, we were one and two last week. Um, seems like we go one and two every week, right? Currently, I think we're seventeen and seventeen. Um, and as I said uh, this week, it's the uh, it's Miami for the Grizzlies and then the uh, Clippers. So, does anybody who wants to start and just you know, you know, just just. Get, at, get after it as far as, uh, you know, how they feel about it. I mean, like, it seems like it's the same thing every week since we've been back from, since Lakers came back from Vegas. Um, just a lot of uninspiring play. Darvin Ham in these lineups, driving everybody insane. Uh, but I'll let whoever wants to take the four first, I'll let them just uh, have at it. Who's going to volunteer? <laughs> Why don't you go first this time, Galvin? Um, broken record. It's going to continue to be a broken record until Darvin Ham gets consistent with his lineups or they make a trade. Um, basically, it's that's what it's going to be. Every week we're going to go one and three, and the next week we might go three and one. Um, again. LeBron's playing every game hard, old. Anthony Davis, same thing. And then these young cats just dropping like flies, you know, injuries here and there, nagging injuries. Gabe Vincent, they said they'll reevaluate him in six to eight weeks. Don't know what happened to him. Um, Looks like it's the same thing, the same story that repeated itself last year. Uninspiring basketball until they made some trades. And that's probably what they need to do, shake up the roster. Um, You know, this is LeBron's probably last best year to make some sort of deep run in the the playoffs. And he's got no help, you know. Um, Everybody should be tradable, except obviously LeBron, AD, and uh, the only only way I would trade Reeves is is if we get a legit all-star back, not a 
a really good player that has all-star potential or who has been an all-star. He needs to be a legit all-star. But other than that, it's a broken record. Um, but like I said before, we got to give Rob Palenka the benefit of the doubt because he's he's already shown he's willing to uh, to shake up the roster. But don't know what else to say, man. It's just going to be like this till if they make no trades from now until May, it's going to literally be the same thing or April. Um, and we're lucky LeBron hasn't got, gone down with an injury. AD hasn't gone down with an injury. These are the games we need to win so they can take nights off every now and then from now until the end of the season. But it looks like they're going to just basically be fighting for a play-in spot or maybe if they're lucky, a sixth seed. But I don't see that happen. Hmm. Okay. Um. Uh, well, the schedule makers did them no favors scheduling a back-to-back on New Year's Eve weekend. You know what I'm saying? Saturday and Sunday they're playing with, at the Pelicans and got the other team he played. Um, you know, jumping down from a six, fifth or sixth seed to tenth seed from week to week, not going to get it done. But Rob has showed us, like, ever since he became an executive with the team, he's made a trade every year, whether big or small. So the trade is coming. You just don't know what they're going to do. It's always out the blue. So, I mean, like I said last the last time, DeJounte Murray be a nice pickup. Maybe kick a Capella with that. But it's always a move you're not expecting. So we'll see about that. Tomorrow you already found out Rory and D'Lo are going to be out. So it's going to be a tough game, especially if um, Jimmy Butler comes back because he's uh, questionable, I think, day-to-day, whatever. But, I mean, as long as you got the two-man guys and and Austin and somebody else come with them, there, there's always a chance. So, And January is going to be a make-or-break month for them because a lot of their games are at home, and they win the majority of games at home. So... Something got to give on that front. And as as heard a stat today, we're uh, the Lakers and Orlando are the only two teams that are top 10 on defense, but but bottom 10 on offense. So they're number nine on defense and 24th on offense. And that mainly has to do with the inconsistency with the Lionel Starvin's doing. And we've had a lot of people with slumps or injuries or both. So, Darwin said uh, last game that Rui's going to stay in the starting lineup when he comes back. We'll see if that stays true or he'll change again. Um, yeah, it's a lot of ups and downs right now, a lot of puzzling stuff right now. But the thing is, there's so much Perry in the West. We can be 10th now and be in the top four in two weeks. So it's it's gotta gotta stick with it and you know stay focused. Um, that's a shame with this team. With this, you know, you have Anthony Davis, LeBron James, uh, Rui Hachimura, D'Angelo Russell, uh, Austin Reeves, and you're a bottom ten team in, in offense. That should be impossible. Uh, man, it just seemed like something Shane said there. You kind of. Took issue with. He didn't agree with the 
back-to-back schedule on New Year's Eve. Can you believe it? No excuses, but that's that's bullshit. Schedule is the schedule. <laughs> Name another team that had a back-to-back on New Year's Eve weekend. Like, sure, we have the we've had the most back-to-backs in the first part of the season, but who's gonna who's who's gonna cry for us? Nobody. Nobody. I'm just saying, but that's a that's a factor. Nobody, listen, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Every team is going to have back-to-backs. Don't matter if, you know, don't matter when it is. A back-to-back is never convenient, and every team's going to have back-to-backs. Don't matter when it is. Don't, don't. Minnesota, that was the other team out there, Minnesota. They went from Minnesota to New Orleans, back-to-back. I will say we got cheated in the in the Wolves game. LeBron shot a three. They called it a two. We've got, you know, we got a still where you can see LeBron's foot behind the line, and the ref said, oh, damn. Nah, that's a two. No, it was a woman ref, wasn't it? Huh? <laughs> no, it was a guy ref. That, oh, it was a guy that. ref? Oh, okay. They tried to make it seem like it was a woman ref. <laughs> on social media. They were playing about the Rui call from earlier. That was a woman ref. So that was wrong. Oh, okay. That's also, I just think overall that game, the officiating was terrible. Vando went to the rack like twice at the end of that game. Got whacked in the head. No call. <sighs> what can he do? What are the we? Only... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, the 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 move. Listen, we've got enough talent on this team, personnel wise. The move is get rid of Darwin. But <laughs> who though? I don't know. That's the thing. You can't get rid of him and then not have. I bet Who? you. I bet you. I bet you. The four of us could go over there, and we could do a better job than Darvin. Mitch, I, I know I could do a better job than he's doing. <laughs> I mean, we say that, but he's been through a college finals and he's won an in-season tournament, and technically he doesn't have a losing record. So we, we got. He, he needs Rob needs something to lean on to say, oh. We fired him. Yeah, we got, the problem we is that that's not going to happen in season. So we got. It's not. Face, we no. got to just face the reality that he's that he's going to be the coach. But here's the real problem: you got three games coming up against three legit playoff team caliber caliber teams, and I would not be surprised if they go zero and three. That's saying something. Miami. Could very well be a loss. Who's the second one again? The Grizzlies, right? Grizzlies. Here we go. So Miami, the Grizzlies, and then the Clippers this week. Easily, they could easily go zero and three, but they can also go also go three or no. They can also go one or three and no. But I would. But it's more likely that they'll go zero and three than three and no though. Something has to spark this team to where they can get out of this. Let's be honest, they've been in a funk ever since the, the tournament. The D'Angelo lost his way. See, this is why I say like coaching is, you know, coaching it really is a big deal. D'Angelo lost his way after the in-season in-season tournament, right? Mm. Everybody saw it. He was in a slump. Couldn't hit he couldn't hit the broad side of a boat. You know, he couldn't hit water from a boat. All like, you know, all the all the basketball cliches, right? Like he couldn't 
he couldn't throw it in the ocean, all that, right? He couldn't make, he couldn't buy a bucket. Everybody saw it. And then I forget which game it was. He finally found, wait, was it San Antonio? Was it San Antonio? No, it was one of those games where he started off the bench. It was the second San Antonio game where he finally found his stroke in the fourth quarter. And he ended up that, he ended that game with about 17 points. And he might've been like, he might've been like uh, six for eight in the quarter. So he finally, he had finally found his stroke. And what does Darvin do? The next game, benches him. For who? Not Rui. No, 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 not Rui. A player that was on the Western Conference Finals team from last last season. Not Rui. And if you think it is Austin Reeves, our third best player the whole season, no, it's not Austin Reeves. It's Cam. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hair. Reddish. Are you kidding me? Cam, 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 one and no one. Cam Clutch Sports Reddish. Clutch Sports. Cam, 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 hey, Cam, former Atlanta Hawk, where Darwin Ham was on the staff. Reddish. <laughs> now, okay, before, before I launch into my Cam Reddish tirade, I'll say this. Oh, my God. Shut up. God. Yeah. Cam Red, so we just played, we just got uh we just got blown by the Pelicans, right? Cam Reddish's role should be the Jose Alvarado role. 20 minutes at max. Like come in here, you know, come in there for five minutes a quarter, wreck the game up, get some steals, put your hands all over the place. Because his defense is like that that's not it's not winning defense, bro. We're not gonna win with Cam playing gambling defense like that. It's just true. But if he but if he were to come in for 20 minutes a game and just mess the game up and get those steals that he can get, that's his role. That's where he could be most effective, I think. 20 minutes a game, you know, he'll still get a lot of open shots. He'll, you know be able to drive a little bit more maybe with the you know playing more with a second unit i just think 20 minutes a game that's where he needs to be relying on cam reddish and how many minutes his defense for 30 minutes a game that that ain't it it's just not i'm sorry well to play devil's advocate oh here we go darvin is Defense first. We're again, like I said, we're top ten in defense, and he's looking at it as we we have a mixture of players that either really are good on offense but bad on defense, or good on defense but bad on offense. So he's choosing to go with who's better on defense, and he's always going to go with defense first. Everybody sees, you know, everybody sees the vision. Nobody agrees with it. No, like nobody's agree with it, but that nobody's blind. Nobody is blind to what he sees and what he's trying to accomplish. Nobody agrees with it. That that's what it is. Like nobody likes it, nobody agrees with it. You got, you know, you you got three. Listen, let's be fair. We you got two and a half offensively challenged people in the starting lineup. 
Cam, Vando, and Torian Prince. Torian Prince, you know, some days. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say days, that about Torian. I said two and a half. I said some days, if you would have let me finish, don't be rude. Don't be rude in 2024. Okay. Um, Torian Prince, some Torian games. Been for us, though. You Torian, Torian Prince, some games, you know, he'll he'll knock down everything. Other games. He just won't like it, you know. It just kind of is what it is. Look, I mean, a little inconsistent. Mo, I'd say, you know, I'd say seven out of ten games, he's going, you know, he's going to do what he do. He's going to do what he does. But I mean, uh, in fairness to him, he's being used in more and more ways than he was expected to be used. Like he I was supposed he, to be the three and D dude, but Darvin got him playing two guard. Sometimes he playing small forward, power forward. At this point, I think Torian's being overused a little bit as well. Uh, Torian Prince, you know, normally when I go back and look at the box score, he's definitely he's he's normally over thirty minutes. Um, just it's just wild to me that you had a team that I've like Galvez said, it feels like a broken record because it definitely feels like I said this last week, but it's wild to me that we had a team that went to the Western Conference Finals. But they haven't played. They've played three minutes together all season. Three. I mean, for whatever the reason, let they that believe in their hearts. That three minutes. Whatever they believe in their hearts that Austin and D'Lo can't play together. I don't know why. They just three. took each other to the conference finals. But never they, mind. They have it in their heart that they cannot play together, One, particularly on defense. Three. There, do you think three there's? Po- do you think there's some politics behind behind closed doors? Because that's the only Dar- explanation. Because I don't think that Darvin Ham is that big of a goof <laughs> to not play them for more than something's gotta. Well, like, there is something know. going around that Darvin supposedly don't like Austin, but I don't. I know sent a, I sent them an article that Sports Illustrated wrote uh, that maybe <laughs> the headline maybe Austin uh, maybe Darvin hates Austin. No. The headline was, why does Darvin Ham hate Austin Reeves so much? This is an article in Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Like, it's... it's, it's because there's no, there's no other logical explanation as to why he's not at least trying. Now, if he's played them and they're just not doing well, then fuck it. You know, he, he tried, it failed, now he's got to... He didn't even try. Try something. He's not even trying... And he doesn't. That's why, like, like I said, he doesn't seem like he's an idiot for him to like not even try. Could be, you know, clutch sports. Could be LeBron. Could be um, upper management. Could be Rob Palenka. I mean, I mean who knows? when, when who it's knows clutch it? sports, it's always going to be some type of politics involved, particularly with LeBron. He likes to move in silence and not and not say anything and take take the the brunt of it. You know. You know how he's passive aggressive yeah. he is. But for the most part, like I say, like whatever the reason after they saw the analytics and cleaning glass numbers and all that, they say Austin and D'Lo are terrible on defense together. So that's that was a split there between those two. Fando, when he missed like the first two months of the season, and he still dealing with some knickknacks, and then he's still trying to find his rhythm. Then Rory, I don't Rory feels like the new Kuzma this year. 
Like, he don't know where he wants to play him, where he want to use him. And every time he plays, for the most part, he's solid. But he just can't get a rhythm like that because he's playing five minutes here, two minutes there. Sometimes don't play at all. So Surprisingly, for argument's sake, for podcasting's sake, mm -hmm. let's say there is some rift between Austin Reeves and Darvin Ham, right? Which is crazy because he's actually been the third best player, no doubt. Easily. He's, he has started slow, but obviously he's come on. And role players really do not play well with LeBron. All of their stats go down. I mean, look, Chris Bosh, bona fide hmm. superstar. Yeah. Came, he was just another role player. Kevin Love, same thing. All these guys, for some reason, these role players, they don't do well with LeBron. Well, and all these guys, um, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not playing horrible, but they ain't playing great either. Because when the season started, we said, "Damn, this is a loaded team." Now there's been some injuries, but, um, but do you guys think that with the way this roster is, can they make another deep run like they did last year? Let's say they don't make any significant trades. Could so no significant trades. Not trading. So we're not trading Darvin Ham. Okay, so no significant trades. I mean, it's just gonna come down to can can they find a spark within themselves? They're gonna have to they're gonna have to outplay Darvin's coaching at this point. <laughs> this is what it is. I mean, if there's no uh, significant moves. Darvin's gonna have to find something he can rock with consistently and leave it like that. Would you rather but, have right now Darvin Ham or Luke Walton? I was thinking about that today. I, I, be honest, be honest, Luke wasn't bad. I'm keeping on. Luke wasn't bad. Everything went downhill once uh, LeBron had that injury on Christmas Day. It was tough by sea. And he had was that when he pulled? Kids. Was that when he pulled the groin? Was that yeah. the when he pulled the groin? Oh, yeah. uh, I was at the kids and LeBron. He pulled the groin. Then I think Rondo got hurt again, and then all the kids got hurt after a while. So and and there was no complaint about the offense. Everybody was competing on defense. It's just everybody had a problem with uh Luke's coaching staff because they didn't have no experience whatsoever. And then LeBron, for every reason, they didn't like Luke. But they didn't they wasn't playing terrible. This is this is LeBron's what fourth or fifth year with the Lakers? I think sixth. It might be. Damn, and he's gone through what? Three head coaches? This is his third? Luke, Frank, Darvin. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. LeBron, I mean, seems like the only coach he really rocked with was um, Tyron Lue. Oh, yeah. The, that, that he really rocked with? Yeah. 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 And Tyron's about to get the job for a minute, but once he heard he couldn't pick his coach's staff, he was out. But you can't blame him. But I mean, you know, as far as, as, far as uh, definitely a mistake on the Lakers' part, not trying to get Tyron Lue. Yeah. As far I mean, as. I can't say that. Oh, okay, no. What do you mean? Can. I think you can. Uh, that's LeBron's guy, so he's going to do everything. 
LeBron said. So, so we think Tyrell Moe's a better Apparently coach. Apparently not, because I'm sure LeBron told him to come coach me. And he he did that, but he heard what he couldn't pay his coaching staff, he was out. So I guess he's not trying to do everything LeBron tells him to do. I mean, now, if he, now, if that rumor is true, or I don't know if it's a rumor, that he couldn't pick pick his own coaching staff. That, no, that was real because that, Vogel didn't, uh, didn't pick that staff. That was so, bad pick. By who, though? The the staff. Oh, the oh, front office, I should say. That's what I'm saying. So it goes to show every time the Lakers, I mean, it's the drama, it's the politics. We saw what happened when... Um, so, was it yeah. Kurt Rambis? Kurt Rambis started like you know trying to yeah you know push his way. His wife started saying some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a reaction to Luke because of how Luke they never did that before. It was because of how Luke picked his staff, and it was like, nah, we 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 picking the coach's staff for you. But they didn't do that with um Darwin this time. But then Darwin basically did what Luke did. Because there's no there's no other um. Head coaches on his staff, right? Like prior nah. actual head coaches. No, everybody's remember, assistant. I think Frank Vogel had a Mike Brown, right? I mean, Frank Vogel. Frank had Vogel always had always had head coaches. You could th- you could think bro, of Lionel Hollins, Look at what Mike Brown is doing in Sacramento, bro. I mean, like we could have had him. That's what I was thinking about today. Like we I need mean, somebody who. Yeah. We need somebody who's experienced head coach, but has success in this era. Like I'm done with the Ricky coaches after this. Get Doc Rivers. I said Doc in front of well, Laker fans hated that though. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say though about to the point saying saying that they don't think that uh, Austin and uh, D'Lo can play together. I mean, if you're top ten in defense and Bottom ten in offense. I mean, you think something's not working, right? So, if you said, and they're, and they're, I mean, if they were, you know, they're seventeen and seventeen. You know, if they were twenty four and ten, it'd be different. The fact they're playing five hundred ball tells you that they need to do something different. So maybe they need to sacrifice some defense for some. And the ironic thing, ironic thing is, uh, Sean Davis uh, looked it up today. Their best lineup is when both D'Lo and Austin are in the, in the lineup. Oh my gosh, that's really surprising. You know, so I can't you believe know. that. <laughs> when you're third really? best players, our third and fourth best players, <laughs> when they're on the floor together, we're really good. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Oh my, this is surprising. Instead of when we do this, the Darvin Ham special no guard lineup where he starts five small forwards slash power forwards. Bro, center. come on, man. Key, like, real good. Thank you for that. I, doing? I appreciate that. I want to huh? slap Darvin with a ham sandwich. I really do. Not for but, but the key thing in the lineups he broke down was it, their good line was where it has a two guard who can put who's a two way player. So anybody with like uh, if you put uh, Max Christie in or Torian Prince at a two with normal normal foursome, they those items do good. So Shane Murray sent us the post, um, you know, that LeBron's going to be playing point guard for the foreseeable future. Gross. And it's, it's like, and it and and then uh, somebody followed it up with, oh, last time LeBron played point guard. The Lakers won the 2020 championship. 
which is misleading because in 2020, we had shooters all around him in that starting lineup. We had KCP, Danny Green. Um, 3 and D, Kuz. And, and Kuz. So, what was, so, yeah, it was, yeah, like, no, so starters was, uh, yeah, KCP, Danny Green, LeBron, AD, and JaVale. Like, you had you had two shooters, and you had two dudes that LeBron could throw lobs to. Like, that's why it worked. Like, you know, for all the good things that Vando and Cam do on the court, they're not knockdown shooters like KCP and Danny Green. Like, they just aren't, let's be honest. So, you know, trying to replicate that success with pieces that are inferior, it makes no sense. You're leaving your best offense on the bench. Look at what KCP did in the playoffs last year for Denver. I don't see anybody on the Lakers doing that. That's all I'm saying, man. And he was the pissed at the Lakers. Fans like Shane Murray like to forget what he did. I don't forget what he did. I, I rock with KCP. But, um, see, yeah. like, it's, it's one thing if you can't hit a shot, whatever. Everybody has off nights. Everybody has off games. You still play defense, still pass the ball, still defend. Cam Reddish, Vanderbilt, you know, if they're not hitting their shots, what do they what what else can they contribute to the offense? Nothing. Man, they're not even going in there getting offensive rebounds for us. Like, you Dude, know that Rui, Rui Rui can can go down on the block, he can shoot a three. He's, He's a got a nice mid range yeah. game. It's amazing because last last playoffs we didn't I mean we had so much offense that uh, Vando could just run around there, like you know, like he said last year, he patterned himself after Dennis Rodman. We could just yeah. kind of run around and do. He actually said Lamar Odom, but oh, okay. well, he didn't score enough to be Lamar Odom. <laughs> yeah, he, no, he actually said that <laughs> out of his mouth. He said that out of his mouth. Yeah, he, he's on a podcast. He said he, he, he bought his game out to Lamar Odom. Well, Sounds he said Lamar like he's Odom his ass. Lamar Odom. That's, I feel like that's disrespectful to Lamar Odom. It is. Honestly. He actually has an offensive game. For whatever reason, he don't he don't tap into it. But I'm saying, you know, last year he had uh, we had enough offense in the playoffs that he didn't have to produce it. He could just defend and do the little things, you know. But this year it's like, you know, please, man, don't help us. But, but uh, I, have, I have one question. Um, Shane Murray, is mm-hmm. D'Angelo – what is the trade deadline? This year, February eighth, like, I think. It's usually like the a week or two before the All Star game. Right. So is is on February 9th, Shane Murray. If D'Angelo Russell's still a Laker, I'm afraid to say, probably not. <laughs> he's D'Angelo Russell is one of the all time. He's good enough that somebody always wants him, but not good enough to stick with just one team. You know, somebody who always wanted, but he'll never be able to play for the team. He's in all the trade rumors. But that's like a a mindset because I don't see how a player can be so effective one month and then literally the next month just drop the way he has. Like, what, did he forget how to play basketball all of a sudden? Like, I'm on the trade deadline. But see, here's the thing. You're a grown-ass man making millions of dollars. I mean, I get it, but... Hey, it is what it is. You're you're always you're always gonna be on the training block. It's, that should be motivation for him to be like, all right, let me step my game up, let me show my worth, 
you know, he's signed, he just signed a three-year deal. So he's not in a contract or a two-year deal. So he's not in a contract year where he's got to have that, you know, that instability, but that's the thing, man. That, that was, that's why Kobe didn't fuck with a lot of the young players towards the end of his, uh, his era with, with the Lakers. They were so, you know, soft, you know, how, how does D'Lo not walk into the gym and be like, all right, I'm going to show y'all that I'm I'm going to play my best game. Well, the thing is, in D'Lo's situation, up until de- uh, December, before Austin got going, he was arguably the third-plus player on the team in terms of pr- production and everything. And he even picked up his defense. And he was saying shit like, I want to model my game off, the, off of Derek White. Everybody was laughing at that, but he was really focused on uh, not playing himself off the floor, particularly on defense. And then once the season tournaments ended, you start hearing all these trade rumors he's in. And this is he's he's been traded at least three times already in his career. At and, least. You know, we are, we got the quote we had um and that we we got sent in a chat about how he how he feels like when he you know he's about to get traded. That that shit fucked with you. Whether you your strongest right, person or not, that shit is gonna fuck with you. All right, but you gotta put your big boy pants and you still gotta lace them up and you gotta go to work. This is his job. Yep. Like, there's no way. This is his job. This is his livelihood. This is how he puts food into his, his child's mouth. Like, that's so, it. Yeah, no way around it. Basically, oh, basically, what he's teaching his kids <laughs> is that when the going gets rough, well, he you know, fall into a shell. Fall, go into a shell. And start hey, D-Lo, I didn't go that far. And just... <laughs> But but bro, it's it's like if you want to put it into real life, it's like bro, I'm saying if, you if, have, if your jumper's not falling, your jumper's not falling. Your, all right, but think about it at your job where you're at now. Let's say you got paid very well, the way mm. not millions, but you got enough money where they give you or your job provides a very good life for you, right? Mm-hmm. Upper management, your boss, your supervisor, whoever goes, hey, Shane, Mitch, your production's been a little down the last couple months. You know, I, you know, I need you to step it up. Now, you know, they're paying you enough money to put food on the table, provide all that. Are you going to say, are you going to go into a closet and start crying and say, hey, my boss says I need more. They, he needs more from me. Or are you going to be like, all right, you know what, let me show him, you know, that that I'm the right man for the job. In real life, you don't step it up, but it, you go, some people are going to be able to excel in that pressure. Go, some people are going to be pressing. As and a man, he seems to be pressing. In but, real life, you got to step it up. Like, yeah, if your like boss you say, comes to you and, and talks to you about your performance, yeah. you got to step it up at that point. Like, as it's, a man, that's you got to grab, grab your you-know-what and say, all right, you think I'm slacking off? All right, let me show you. I got something for you right here. Yeah, he's talking about you said grab the dick. Well, let me ask y'all both this. No, 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 no. When Kobe, when no, Kobe have, was when Kobe saying was he's on saying the grab your dick. He's we saying, have to saying when Kobe was on the bench his rookie year and was getting no playing time, was he sitting around crying and not putting in the work because he wasn't getting the playing time? No. He said that fueled him, that made him so angry that it made him even more of a gym rat because he wanted to show the coach what an idiot he was for not trusting him and not putting him in. 
Today's right, generation, not the same. Okay, look. Thank you, uh, Calvin. Quickly, um, what's our record this week? Or the rest of this week? 0-3, oh, oh, yeah. baby. 0-3? Oh, Let's oh, get it. 0-3. Oh, so. Don't let me down, Lakers. Show me you can go on 3 <laughs> Oh, prove, me right. prove me right. Prove me right. Mitch, 0-3. Galvin, 0-3. Shane? I'm going to say 2-1. Oh, I'm going to say 2-1 because it's going to be home. I, I think we'll beat, uh, I think we'll beat uh, Miami, but I think we'll lose the other two. Uh, and then, so just very quickly, uh, shifting gears uh, before we get to these lists, uh, the, uh, the Toronto-New York trade, does anybody have anything that they want to say about it? Because I feel like I think OG Ananobi is a better player than RJ Barrett, just a more reliable player. You thought I was watching there his first game yesterday. He was saying he's a great corner three point shooter. He was knocking those down, though he did foul out. Um, you know, and then I mean, I got I feel like both teams kind of got a little bit better. You know. Uh, Nick's got a more reliable guy there in that Baird spot, but then you know they gave up a lot. You know, they gave up uh, Baird and quickly to get him, and now uh, quickly uh, he's starting there. He started the, his first game there in in, uh, in Toronto, and they put Shooter on, on the bench. When's the soonest, quickest? How how soon can Toronto trade Shooter so we can get it back? But uh, <laughs> seriously, yeah. Uh, would you would you trade? Schroeder for D'Lo straight up right now? Actually, there's a trade rumor right now where where it's D'Lo and Gabe for for Dennis Schroeder and um, Gary Trent Jr. There's actually a deal like that out in the, in the internet. I saw that today. As far as the Knicks, it don't matter. They're still not going to be Philly. They're still not going to be Boston. They're still not going to be Milwaukee. I mean, it's a nice addition. They might win one playoff series, but that's not a trade. He's not a player that you're like, all right, he's going to make a difference. He's a better player, but he's not, you know. Well, the thing with the Knicks is they're building uh, piece by piece. They're building building blocks towards being contender. Like, normally with the Knicks, they get a superstar, then trade all the um, assets, and then they got to rebuild with the superstar. Then they build it back up again and then the superstar want to leave now they're trying to like build a team brick by brick and then when the right deal comes along then they'll strike and get that that superstar but have a team around them so they've been in the playoffs last two out of three years or so so it's keep doing what they're doing as long as um the owner don't get involved because he's usually an asshole but um on paper i i didn't i didn't really like it at first i thought like both teams gave up a lot, and they kind of like it got too many of the same players on the team. But once they um, both of the everybody came in and started playing their first game, it seemed like it um, gave them new energy. So I think maybe both teams got a little better, but the most part, they both going to be like the same direction, kind of like the middle of the road, fifth or sixth or or borderline. Um, playing team until they come with the right deal. Is he right. on the block? Yes. Okay. Look. Um, yeah, he been on the block. We got. I know Mitch doesn't care about that trade. So let's get to these. Uh, 
let's get to these lists, man. We got about 20 minutes left. Uh, these are our top 10 NBA. Mitch came up. Who came up? I think this was. Whose idea was this? This is Mitch's idea, I think. All right. So top 10 NBA players to never win a championship. <laughs> I think this podcast is at its best when we're doing lists. <laughs> Always interesting. So Always. I wonder what a certain I wonder what a certain person has before us uh, this week. Wow. <laughs> One through eight, I'm pretty sure we're all gonna have the same players, but it's that right. eight, nine, and ten that's gonna be there's, there's no way. Listen, I got so much faith in 2024. It hasn't been shattered yet. <laughs> I'm not dated yet. I know Shane Murray will not <laughs> let me down this time. He's not gonna say nothing outlandish. We not gonna hear nothing like uh, we're not going to hear no name like uh, Brandon Jennings on this list. I just know it. We're good. Guys, this is Shane Murray's year. No, no I know it. I believe it. <laughs> we got to save Shane. Shane's bad cleanup on this one. We got to oh, save for like This is it. <laughs> Bro, this is the year. How about who wants to go let's, first? No, let's let Shane go first. Shane, prove him wrong. Prove him wrong, Shane. Come on, baby. Let's get it. Start it off right, baby. Let's go. 2024. All right, my top 10. Here we go. Number one, Allen Iverson. Okay. Number two, Charles Barkley. All right. Number three, Steve Nash. This this is in order? It's in order. Okay. Number three, Steve Nash. Number four, Chris Paul. Number five, Reggie Miller. Number six, Patrick Gilly. Seven, Carmelo. Uh, eight John Stockton, I miss miscounted. Um, I actually forgot the number nine. But I'm a, number nine, I'm gonna go Carmelo. I didn't put him on the name, but I'm gonna go Carmelo. And the last one, Nick Van Axel. Oh, 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 God. God. He almost made it. Damn it, so close. Oh, my God. I'm always Bro. with Nick if you remember. Oh, they traded in the summer before the dynasty happened, oh, we and they brought so in Tyler. Oh, we were so close, bro. I, I don't care. Oh, man. We Kyle so had Nick close, Green. Bro. But Shane, Kyle, hold on. Kyle Kyle Shane, had Nick Green. We were right is there. Kyle Kyle had Nick Green. I'm never a, getting over that trade. Is that a we were right there. Is that a personal favorite, or is that like legit a top 10? Bro, it's a personal, personal favorite, favorite, and I'll never get over Come that trade. On, they man. traded him before the dynasty happened. Who did like they trade him for? Huh? Who did they trade him for? Tyron Lue. That's all he and got. He, hey, he shut down Iris. Not shut him down, but, you know, hey, he that, that was Nick's ring. Gosh, bro, we were right there. That was we Nick's ring. We were right there, bro. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. That should be Nick's the, ring. This is the feeling when your parlay is five out of six, and that last person doesn't get the one yard that you need to go six for six. On your parlay road. Wait, like, Shane, can you say that list one more time, please? I was even, I was even willing to look past Steve Nash. My fault. Go, go for it. No, say the best. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to look past like Nick Steve Nash is trash. What'd you say? What do you mean willing to look past like Steve Nash is trash? I just think for the ten. I mean, I got better people. I feel. 
Sorry, Shane. I, no, I, I got you. You're good, Shane. I um, I, I only asked you to say it again because I didn't catch Charles Barkley the first time. What the next? Oh, go run, run through it. Run through it real quick one more time. One through ten. <laughs> Save the best for last, Shane. Save the best for last. Allen Iverson, Charles Barkley, Steve Nash, Chris Paul, Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewing, Carmelo, Jock Stockton, Melo. I guess added and then Nick, Nick Van Axel. Nick, why did you have to put Nick Lennox with me? I told you. He, he, you he, they traded him before the the summer before the dynasty happened. One of those this man did a Knicks. top nine. He, he did We're going to make him like we didn't hit number 10. Yeah, I'm not going to acknowledge his I'm not going to acknowledge his 10th player and I'm going to say t- Shane Murray didn't Stay complete sleep. his homework and he did a Stay top sleep. nine, but his top nine was a solid list. Stay Good sleep. job, Shane Murray. Good job on your top nine solid list. That Wait, Shane, Shane, if this list was a top five, would you put Nick Van Ex at number five? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So who wants to go next? Let, let me get mine off. Let me get mine off. All right, man. Okay. Okay. So I didn't put mine in order. All right. So the top 10 players to never win an NBA championship. To be fair, I did cheat a little bit, but I got Elgin Baylor, Allen Iverson, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Carl Malone, John Stockton, Reggie Miller, Carmelo Anthony, and I got Vince Carter and Chris Paul. Mm. Carter. Mm. Okay. Um, my, my list is basically the exact same, but instead of Vince Carter, I got Russell Westbrook. Ooh. Hmm. Man. That's, yeah. I mean, when it's, I'm still holding out hope a little bit, but yeah, when it's all said and done, you know, things continue on this course. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the Russell will be in the top 10. Right, that's the caveat I have to make is that, like, guy, Mitch, I think Mitch asked at one point, you know, are we including guys who are still active? And mm. I said, I don't have one act, active guy because he seems like he's pretty much done, right? Yeah. He's still playing, but, but you know, like, to me, you know, Westbrook is past his prime, but Westbrook and Harden, those are two guys that definitely are in my, they'd be mm. in my top 10 if I felt like they pretty much no longer had a chance. Right. So, uh, but they're not in it because I th- I'm, I haven't given up on them yet. So, right. uh, yeah, what you so you just said your list was basically the same, but what? Instead of uh, Vince, I have um, Westbrook. Okay. Well, mine is and mine is in order. So I have number one, Elgin Baylor. Number two, Carl Malone. Mm. Number three, Charles Barkley. Number four, Chris Paul. Number five, John Stockton. Number six, Patrick Ewing. Number seven, Clyde Drexler. Number eight, Alex oh, Drexler. Yeah, wait, wait a second. Sorry, who, who was eight? Sorry. Wait a second. Clyde won a title with that? Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won with Houston. He won with Houston, right? I'm true. Yeah, he won with Houston, didn't he? I could have sworn LJ got one. He didn't. He retired the year that the Lakers won the championship in the middle of the season. That was the 33 win. Like in a row, right? He retired right before that. But technically, because he played, didn't he play that season? 
I'm not sure if he played but, game, but he wasn't. But they don't count no. it, though. But yeah, technically, don't he get like a honorary ring though? Technically, he got a participation. He part. Yeah, he, they, I remember. I, I, th- I think he was injured though. I believe the, so. That's why he. Re- that's why he retired middle mid season. Yeah. But if he retired, said, then he wouldn't get a ring, even if he played. They said again, the correct? funny thing about that thirty three game win streak was Elgin Baylor retired right before that streak started, and then he won thirty three straight games. Right. So, okay. So I got to. No. So, okay. So I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know why. Clyde Drexler, of course, 95. Wilson, that, that list is worse than. That, that's it. You lost the. Um... I, I lost just because I, I made that mistake now. Uh, okay. So let me. Okay. So I said Baylor, one. Malone, two. Barkley, three. Chris Paul, four. Stockton, five. Patrick Ewing, six. Then I'll go. I have to, you know, buff people up. Now, Allen Iverson, seven. Reggie Miller, eight. Steve Nash, nine, and number 10, George Gervin, the Iceman. Um, and a lot of mentions would be Carmelo, Dominique Wilkins, you know, guys like that, if you're not counting the other, the, uh, the guys who, like I said, are still active, um, but haven't, uh, haven't given up on them yet. Like, you know, like I said, Westbrook and uh, Paul George is in that, is in that category too, you know? Ew. He's a little bit younger than, uh, I'm sorry, who'd you say? Paul George. Paul George? Oh, He's gotcha. a little bit younger um, than... Uh... Have, have you seen the young kids? <laughs> like, they're, like, 21 and younger. Like, Paul George is, like, to them... That's like, favorite player. Yeah, it's like the, like the GOAT or whatever. I guess that's, like, our Tracy McGrady, though. I guess. Eh, he ain't did enough for that. But... Okay, so to clear it up on Elgin Baylor... He retired at the beginning of the season. And you're right, Galvez. Uh, right after he retired, we went on a 33-game win streak. And, yeah, we won the championship that year. The organization gifted him a championship ring. So I'm sorry, but he retired at the beginning of the season. Though. So he didn't play any games that season? Don't believe he did. Okay. Um, but does that count as him not having Yeah, even if he – I mean, if he played – even if he played 10, 20 games, he didn't contribute to the championship run. Played nine games. He played yeah. nine games and then he retired. Like he'll still get a ring, but did he really win a championship? Like I don't think Elgin Baylor, I always thought Elgin Baylor was officially counted as not having won a championship. So uh, but, but he's officially counted as not having one, even though he was gifted one. That's why he was gifted a ring. Because he had put so many years in for the organization. If but they're counting as if you look at his Wikipedia, not they count him as a champion. Uh, let me see. Do, do we count him as? I don't think most people count him as a championship. Mm-hmm. As a champion. If he would have got injured during the playoffs, I would understand it. But he didn't. He didn't even play ten percent of the. Because Demarcus didn't play at all, but he he has a ring. And he retired. I mean, once you retire, you're no longer on any team. So how yeah, he didn't have play? a season-ending injury that yeah. forced him to not play. He... But, um, I mean, if, at the end, if anybody, I guess everybody has Lamar Jackson for MVP. Who do, who do you guys have winning the national championship on uh, on 
I called Huskies when we when we saw. I'm gonna stick with the Huskies. I really don't care, Dobbins. <laughs> the script is written for Michigan. You think so? I'll say that. Yeah, it is written for Michigan. Okay. I'm sticking. Like I said, you know, when we talked about it the first time, I'm gonna stick with the Homer pick. I'm gonna stick with the Huskies. Pac-12 strong. All right. Yeah. RP Pac-12. I said the last time we discussed this that I thought Michigan was going to win the whole thing, and uh, I guess I'm going to have to stick with that at, at this point. But I think it'll be a Washington's not afraid, man. They're not. Afraid. Can we do a? Can we do an NFL show? Talk about the playoffs. For sure. I mean, Shane, do you want to do that? Shane, Shane don't know what the hell he's talking about, but. <laughs> You sure you go to jail with the Vikings ain't gonna be in it? <laughs> you know, you know, we won game away being in it. Second C, you sure you wanna you sure you can deal with an hour up talking about my cowboys? You sure you can do that? It's been twenty-eight years, bro. Twenty-eight compared years. Compared to no years for y'all. It's been twenty-eight years. Compared to no years for y'all. It's been twenty-eight years. You literally have no rings. It's been twenty-eight years. You don't listen. You don't hear the Browns talking about. Oh, we're such a cool franchise. It's been twenty-eight years, bro. We actually you, won the You didn't, hear the, you didn't hear the Cubs. You didn't hear the Cubs running around talking about. <laughs> oh man, we're an excellent franchise. It's been 28 years, bro. Stop playing with me. 28 years is better you than didn't hear the, you, didn't hear the, you didn't hear the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, Before nothing. Giannis, you didn't hear the Milwaukee Bucks running around talking about the championship that they won in the damn 70s. It don't matter. One, yes, 28 years. Did you hear Bucks something fans? Is better than did you not hear Bucks fans nothing. running around talking about the Y'all got nothing. Y'all had the two greatest you receivers talking about it? in Randy Moss. Did you hear them Carter. talking about it? Still ain't one did shit. Did you hear them? Y'all had Brett Favre as a quarterback. Still ain't one shit. So don't, what'd you say? Wait, 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 wait. What'd you say about quarterbacks? So yeah, Brett Favre as a quarterback and still ain't one shit. Y'all had the best wide receiver duel in Chris Carter, Randy Moss. Still ain't one shit. So you want to talk There's about There's no rings for y'all, bruh. When no you talk about, you are the NBA version of the Clippers. When you talk about, you are the NBA version of the Clippers. When you talk about Brett Favre and the Vikings, remember to bring in Bounty Gate because that's what happened that season. Get the fuck out of here! Don't stop. No, you can't say no excuses, no excuses. They want to bring up Bounty Gate. No, did Bounty Gate happen? No, yes or no? Did not, I don't know. Did Bounty Gate happen? Nah, yes nah, or no, bro? Nah, nobody did cares. Gate nobody cares. Yes or no? Was it? Nobody cares. cares. Nobody I'm sorry. cares. Was it proven? Nobody cares. Was it proven? Nobody cares. Was it proven? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You just had a whole I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. You just had a whole soliloquy about getting through Antho. bullshit. Antho. Your, name is, Antho. Antho. Your name, name is not Anthony. Your name is not Anthony. Gate? Your name is not Anthony. You just had a whole conversation about being about your name is not Anthony. You want to bring up Bounty Gate. Make it stand down. Stand down. Stand down, loser. You can't talk about being mentally tough. You don't want to bring up an excuse. You don't win. 28. 28. You can't talk about mentally tough. You can't talk about no excuses. And they want to bring up Bounty Gate. 28 years, sir. It don't work like that. You don't work that way. Sit down. 28 years. Sit down. Sit down. It's been 28 years. Sit down. And y'all haven't won anything. Anything. Do you have anything you'd like to say to an old friend of ours? If this big goofball would shut the hell up, I got plenty to say. You look like a goofball. You big goof. You 
You nappy-headed buck-tooth bastard. Nappy-head, fake ass, no hair happens. Your, look, your glasses look Take crooked. Take the face off. Like like your, listen, your glasses are as crooked as your hairline. Turn your the camera up so you can crooked see your glasses. hairline. Turn it up. There it is. Look at it. Look at this. Your hairline looking like a damn check mark. Your face look like damn Smeagol. My face looks like the money maker. I'm yeah, you can't spell money maker. Shout out to shout out to Herbert because he was he was gonna come out and tell us Herbert, how long. get your boy. He Herbert was gonna tell us how long it had been since the Cowboys had actually <laughs> done something relevant. Other than I had never done nothing relevant. Peters, they cheated. <laughs> Number 68 he reported, and Herbert was going to come on and you say can't talk how about really tough and then scream somebody cheated Number 68 Make it make sense. The refs ran on it. Jerry paid him out of his pocket. Herbert was going to tell us. But sorry, Herbert. Chris ran Carter, out of Randy Moore, the Cowboys are no wings. Cheaters. Make it make sense. Number right, so. 68 reported. What was John he Randall. About? What sorry, was he Herbert. What else could he be talking about? He wasn't talking about his damn dinner plans. He was I'm an eligible receiver. I'm about to catch this pass. Cowboys are dirty. Enjoy watching us in the playoffs. Dirty Rodgers. Enjoy watching us in the playoffs. They were they were the beneficiary of the NFL rigging this. Blah 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 Y'all wish y'all had Zeke right now because he was a real running back. Y'all could so y'all could split carries. We got Pollard, we good. Tony Pollard, we good, sir. He ain't nothing. Number two seed in the NFC, we good, sir. 